What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens paid the clock inch Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got six new patrons to thank. That sounds like six votes for JFCat for president. Oh, actually, JFCat, they didn't all want to hear from you. Well, oh, I know that Megan, Willa, and Phoebe all wanted to thank you from JFCat. That's true. Phoebe, Willa, and Megan, thank you so much. Oh, I said they wanted to thank you from JFCat. You're, you're, you're right, I'm sorry. Willa, Phoebe, Megan... Oh, I'm sure I can count on your vote to stay president. Uh, wait, uh, Mr. Alec, does that mean that people are voting for me to be president? Oh, hey, Fred. Uh, yeah, actually, you're getting a lot of votes, like, probably the most. Oh, boy. That's, uh... This stinky old dog is doing better in the polls than me. Uh, we're actually getting off track. He had some patrons to thank. Oh, that's true. I want to thank Molly, Wooby, and Hayden. Wooby and Hayden just turned seven. Happy belated birthday! Yeah, I hope you had a great seventh birthday. It's a lucky year from what I hear. Molly, Ruby, Hayden. Oh, I know you all actually want to hear from me. You just maybe thought my name was J. Fred Cat, some of you. That seemed pretty unlikely. Fred, Jeff Cat, we actually have a story that we need to get to. Some questions, too. Oh, okay, okay. Ruby and Hayden and Molly, thank you again. Well, my thank you to Phoebe, Willa, and Megan is better because... I'm a cat. Okay, okay, you two. Thank you. Now let's hear our first question from Charlie. Hi, my name is Charlie. I am just turned 10 if you like a week ago. Um, I really like my cats. <laughs> my what if question is what if colors made a civilization and picked favorite humans like how we pick favorite colors? And P.S. I'm a girl. I know my name is Charlie. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Charlie. One of my best gymnastics students back in the day was a young lady named Charlie. We're going to add in one more write-in question from a patron named Rafa. Rafa is five years old. He likes JF Cat. Oh, I know it. He loves his studies, riding his bike, wearing his new watch, and 
building with magnetiles. And his question is, what if a black space monster who ate electronics ate a whole spaceship and then the people were lost in space forever? Wow, all those poor people. Well, Rafa, I might not get to add every single thing you like into the story. Bikes, watches, magnetiles, studying, and JF Cat. But I bet I'll squeeze in a lot. That makes four shout-outs for JF Cat. Oh, I'm in the lead. Um, you're still not in the lead for president votes, but for shout-outs today, yes. Congratulations, JF Cat. Oh, I don't need your sympathy. I just need to shout-out to Rafa. Oh, I hope you enjoy this story. Me too. So let's find out. What if colors made a civilization and picked favorite humans like how we pick favorite colors? Plus a black space monster who ate electronics, ate a whole spaceship, and then the people were lost in space forever. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. The year's 20,018. We almost wiped out old life on Earth about five times. But you know what they say, six times the harm. It was the year 20,018, and Alabaster Infinity was talking into his wristwatch when his partner, Dr. Wendy Anna Joan, interrupted him. No one says that, Alabaster. Third time's the charm, six times the harm. I, I, I've definitely heard that before. Maybe you said it out loud to yourself several times? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably where I heard it. But Dr. Joan, there are too many people on this planet again, and we're running out of food and resources again. And we now inhabit every Earth-like planet in the Milky Way galaxy. Looks like it's time to find a new galaxy. Maybe one that's far, far away. No, that one was inhabited a long time ago. Then how about the next one over? Perfect. But you forget, Alabaster Infinity, that even our most advanced rocket ships can't travel outside this galaxy. I know we can't travel out of the galaxy. I, I don't know why I keep saying these things that we both already know. Of course we know all these things. We've been living through decades of uncertainty. Oh man, we're standing on magnetic exposition tiles again. <laughs> You mean the tiles that magnetically draw out the obvious? Yes, and also you can build with them, but they're not called magnetiles. Okay, we should step off of them then. I agree. And so they stepped off the magnetic exposition tiles and started walking through their big spaceship. So if none of our rocket ships can get out of this galaxy, then why'd we build this ship? Because this isn't a rocket ship. It's a rock cat ship. I don't know, Alabaster. Rocket ships are my favorite. Listen, none of us know what to make of this rock cat ship. But we gotta try something new. Cause what we've been doing ain't enough to save this world. You went really broad there, but I get the gist of it. Let's try the cat ship. They walked to the command center of their rock cat ship. Well, we're gonna need some of the greatest minds of the year 20,018 if we want to explore an unknown galaxy. Don't worry, Infinity. They're all right here. Doctors who, what, where, when, how, and sometimes why. Why sometimes? Not sometimes why. Sometimes why? Exactly. But why? 
My mother was a vowel. Well, now let me meet the rest of these doctors. Starting with Doctor Who. Do you spell that with one O or two? I spell it with three. Three O's. And I assume you come from a long line of beloved Doctor Who's. Yes, but I'm the first female Doctor. <laughs> it's about time. It's the year 2018. I quite agree. All right, Doctors. We're about to go into uncharted space. We're gonna need to build trust and instant rapport, but I also don't have enough time in the story to talk to you all. So I've just got one question. What's your favorite color? And before you answer, my favorite color's black, and if it's not your favorite color, you're off the mission. Infinity, we really don't have time for this. Ah, you're right. I guess we've gotta save the planet. Rocket ship. Take us away. Do you wish to go far, far away, far away, or simply away? Just one galaxy away, please. Doctor Who with three O's, please count us down. You can just call me Doctor Who. It's a common name. I like your moxie, Doctor. I'm gonna make you into Lieutenant Who. That's a smart move. So, Lieutenant Who, Alabaster Infinity, Dr. Joan, and all the rest strap themselves into the rocket ship. Meown, Meine, Meat, Mievin, Mix, Meive, Purr, Me, Mew, Meon, Meow, Meow. And the rocket ship grumbled with a deep, long purr that shook them all in their seatbelts. And then nothing happened. Doctor, sometimes why? Report. Yeah, someone put a mirror in front of the ship and it's just looking at itself. That's really cute, but we've got a mission. And Alabaster Infinity slammed his fist down on the Meowveride button. And the Rockcat ship disappeared. And reappeared in the galaxy next door. And the whole spaceship was trembling. Dr. Joan looked at a 3D hollow projection in front of her. Dr. Joan, what's happening? It seems we're getting some what interference. What interference? I can answer that question, said Dr. What. She said what interference. I'm detecting a what if question interfering with our exploration. How bad is it, Duck? Well, this question has taken the form of a, of a black space monster who eats electronics. And the rocket ship is electronic. That's right. It's not a thinking machine of any kind. It's not alive, it's just purely electronic, and if it gets eaten, it's not a big deal. Except that we could end up trapped in space forever. Right, I guess that part, we should, we should look into that. And as they heard crunching and gobbling, they saw Dr. Jones' 3D display get smaller and smaller, as bits of the ship appeared to be swallowed whole. I've just got one more question for you, Dr. What? Okay, sure. What color is it? Well, with the vacuum of space and the absence of light, it appears to be black. Super cool. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we're probably going to all be adrift in space, if not eaten very soon, said Lieutenant Who. Yeah, hey, since it only eats electronics, I got this uh, bio-organic escape pod bicycle that we could all ride to safety, maybe. Is an octo-tandem bicycle so all eight of us can fit? What do you think I didn't come on this rocket ship with an octo-tandem bio-organic bicycle? Come on! 
And all of the astronauts got on this extra long bicycle with eight sets of pedals that sort of grew around them with weird airtight pods. And the last thing they saw was a hungry space monster eating its way into the command center just before they rode their bioorganic bicycle into outer space. Dr. Joan, how long are we lost out here? According to the last what interference, we're to be lost in space forever. I can't believe I was betrayed by my own favorite color. Maybe my favorite color's bad. No, no, no specific color is good or bad. Would lava be any less deadly if it were blue? Well, I guess we'll never know because now we're trapped in space forever. Well, let's all start pedaling. Maybe we'll get somewhere. Alabaster looked inside the big green pod they were all stuck inside. It was stuffy and humid and kind of dark except for some strips of glowing fungus. Uh, now I'm stuck in a swamp. A green swamp. My least favorite color of swamp. <laughs> but just then, the pod started to break open. Well, it was nice knowing all of you said Dr. Joan, but instead of them all getting sucked out into the vacuum of space, a bright orange gas started spreading through the pod. Oh, Blorp, said Dr. Sometimes Why. This orange gas uh, will keep us alive, which is good, but, uh... But what? What? What's the problem? Ah, nothing. I just... I just don't like the color orange. And as that orange gas poured in, the bicycle pod they were all riding in suddenly... <laughs> stretched open at the top, and all they could see was bright, swirling colors in every direction. What an amazing discovery, said Lieutenant Who. It's like an entire civilization based off of color. A bright yellow cord cut her off mid-sentence, wrapping around Lieutenant Who and yanking her out of the podsicle. We've got to save Huey Louie. Who? Exactly. An alabaster unbuckled his safety belt and leapt into the orange sky where a big squishy gray triangle caught him in midair. I can't believe it. I'm going to look so good at alabaster infinity. It's my favorite human. Your favorite one now. Uh, you c c can talk, said the triangle. I come from a galaxy where all humans can talk. And also, most other things. Depends on the day. That's crazy. Out here, we just use different types of humans to wear out to social events. Or to paint our houses with. Alabaster looked back and saw that everyone in the podsicle was slowly being taken away by different kinds of colors. So what's gonna happen to me now? Are you gonna eat me or something? No, we only eat technology. So that monster that ate our ship? Oh, Rafa, Rafa, Rafa? Yeah, he's always wandering around eating spaceships. Now I understand. You're all bad guys, no matter what color you are. Uh, the what? No. Rafa's a perfectly kind monster. He's just never met an alabaster infinity that could talk. Whoa, hang on, wait. There are more of me? Uh, yeah, just all you gotta do is mix a Batman with just about any dad from a 90s sitcom. And oh, wow. Am I really that basic? Basically. Well, you know how we get charcoal gray where I'm from? Wait a second, you've got charcoal gray triangles there? And charcoal gray squares and rectangles? Once on a dusty day, I sneezed charcoal gray. And you call me the monster? 
Charcoal Gray took Alabaster Infinity back to his house. The outside was painted entirely Feralise. My greatest grandfather had a Feralise partner. It's just a good cheery toad for outside. Holds up well. Oh, poor Feralise. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just an object. It might look like this historical figure of yours, but it's not alive. It doesn't have feelings. And then they got inside the house, which was wall to wall to floor to ceiling. Alabaster infinities. I'm walking on my own face. Yeah, face floors are kind of in fashion right now. Okay, um... Ooh, I know that humans aren't people to you, but the people that came here are humans. A what? Yeah, that's not gonna make any sense. Okay, okay. If you get a boo-boo, what color comes out? Will you be one person? I, I guess. Well, that's a tough question. You see, when it's inside my veins, it's Fred the dog. But when I get cut and it pours out, it's JF Cat. Take some anatomy lessons. Perfect. Ah, uh, see, my blood is blue and it, when it's in me, but when it's out of me, it's red. That's disgusting. My mother was red. Really? I thought you would have had, like, a gray parent and maybe a darker gray parent. I don't really know you well enough to get into that. But my mom's my mom, no matter what she looks like. Yes, yes, exactly. And my friends are my friends, even if they look like your colors. I mean, your people. I mean, your humans. Oh, I'm so confused. And Charcoal Gray was confused, too. It tried to put Alabaster on top of its mantle, but of course, Alabaster kept climbing down. It tried to feed him microchips, but he just chewed him a little and spit him out. Not even candied microchips. Microchips are candy. By that night, Alabaster was so thirsty that Charcoal Gray was really starting to worry. It took Alabaster to a picnic where all the other colors had brought their new humans. The long yellow stripe was gently nudging at Lieutenant Who. She won't drink any of the electricity I give her. All the colors started talking amongst themselves, and the people did just the same. I think they intend to keep us as pets. Uh, that's if they can keep us alive for another night. I need water. They don't understand what water is. They just can't understand us, even though we speak the same language despite all odds. Oh, no, that's just a translation field around the podsicle. We know about the bio-organic octotandem podsicle translation field. Yeah, everybody knows about that. I'm sorry, I'm standing on one of these magnetic tiles. It didn't get eaten? I guess the outer magnets don't taste like electronics or something. That's especially bad exposition. Eh, well, you think you could do better? Catch. And Dr. Sometimes Y picked up the magnetic tile he was standing on and threw it towards Alabaster. <laughs> Floating out here in colorful space, it didn't slow down at all. Oh! Alabaster dodged out of the way and it smushed right into charcoal gray. Oh, it doesn't matter if we don't like all the same things. Even if we're very different, we've still got to help these people. Yeah, I know. That's why Rafa and I have already scooped them all up and are flying towards the nearest planet, said Bright Yellow. Uh, sorry, this weird magnetic tile makes me talk funny. And Charcoal Gray scooped up the rest of the humans as all the colorful creatures spread out across this galaxy, looking for a new home for these eight thirsty souls. Rafa called from only a few thousand light years away. Rafa must have smelled a blue planet. Hopefully it's blue because of water and not some toxic fumes. 
and all the colors flew their thirsty friends across space and time in an instant to get them to this lonely planet orbiting an unknown star. Alabaster Infinity woke up to the sound of a bubbling brook where all the doctors were busy drinking. Oh, thank goodness. After five or six thirsty gulps, he looked into the sky where an orange cloud moved towards the horizon to meet the setting sun. I thought they were going to eat us, but they saved us. Fascinating. I think I could invent a device that allowed them to stay here longer so that we could become friends. Yeah, too bad they ate our spaceship and we're still stranded here forever. Every black ball came streaming away from that orange cloud and raft up their whole spaceship. All in pieces and chewed up pretty bad, but all there. Oh, I knew you were my favorite color, Rafa. And with something that might have been a nod, Rafa sped back toward the orange cloud. Now to start the incredibly arduous task of rebuilding civilization on this new planet. Infinity was standing on the tile. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. An alabaster stepped off the magnetic tile. Now I can finally say something original. Um... To infinity. Oh dear. Don't do it. He wouldn't. And back. The end. We did it! I hope you all learned a new vocab word today. And Charlie and Rafa, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, we are always going to have the latest 100 episodes available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Older episodes will still be archived on our website, but if you want to conveniently download our entire catalog, not just our most recent 100 episodes, then go to patreon.com slash whatifworld. You'll get our whole backlog and higher quality audio, no ads, a shout out on the show, and a better chance of having your question answered. Plus, you'll be helping me do this for a living. Thanks. I'd also like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my co-creator, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that your favorite things might help define who you are, but they do not define who you can get along with. If you keep an open mind, your next favorite thing might be right around the corner. Until we meet again, keep wondering.